This is a horror game podcast. It is meant for mature audiences. It may contain shocking revelations, violence, and sexual themes. Viewer discretion is advised. Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the mothership role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is entitled A Humble Collection. It was written by Nathan Decker, who is also our game warden, and this is one shot. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Nathan? Thanks, Tom. Space has one consistency. The real estate market is difficult claims of who owns what it changes all the time paperwork gets lost and that's where mercy rebane and rebane speculation fits in now normally you buy a planet here you sell a planet there you make money at the end of the day but things haven't been so good lately and mercy has gone down to the last bit of money and scraped up and bought a remote asteroid that she's the only one that seems to have noticed has some sort of space station on it, which hopefully you're going to be able to flip for a profit. And we're going to join the, what was the ship's name that we decided on? A capital gains. Yes. We joined the capital gains as it begins to approach this asteroid. Um, and it's pretty enticing from a real estate perspective. It's on its own, but there's nearby asteroids close enough you could set up little outposts on. It's a big asteroid, hundreds of miles across. Maybe there's mining. You, there could be some useful resources there. Uh, there's a station at the very least. But let's kind of zoom in on the capital gains and meet the crew. Uh, let's start with Mercy. Well, I'm Mercy, and I'm hoping that uh, we're going to actually make some money on this. Times have been kind of hard lately, you know, uh, down to the last couple of hundred millions. And, uh, you know, it's barely enough to get by. Ba practically on, uh, uh, what is it called, the minimum wage. Um, but, you know, it's a promising asteroid, Chariot 7. Uh, it's, uh, looks like it's got a bit of a, maybe somebody started an outpost at some point. There's definitely a spaceport there, but I'm looking at it. It's probably, you, know, you could do nickel mining, a molybdenum and stuff, something like that. Um, plus it's got a good view, you know, of the Milky Way. Um, so I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll see what we got. Hopefully there'll be some other structures on there that we can convert into something else. It's a fixer-upper. Yeah. How's Roy feel about this? Uh, so Roy is Mercy's bodyguard. He's uh, happy to to be on the trip. Uh, Mercy pays uh, adequately. Uh, he used to be a bodyguard to the stars and to politicians, but there was just too much drama. 
you know, being a bodyguard for Mercy, uh, you get to travel, you get to go to exotic places, and the most you really have to deal with are upset investors, which you shove them around a little bit, and, you know, they back off. Like a bunch of babies. Absolutely. Excellent. Uh, speaking of babies, but seriously, Rachel, uh, you're kind of the muscle of this. You pick up the things that uh, Roy doesn't get paid to pick up, but how are you feeling about this endeavor? Well, I think the number one worker patch on the cover all says it all. My job here is to make sure that everything runs smoothly. Mercy makes it easy. She's not going to micromanage me. I got to tend to the hydro spammers. I tend to the hydro spammers. I don't have to worry about the quality, what time, the framework, all those things. So as long as nobody's crawling down my back, I don't mind. I like to hang out with Roy. He's got good stories. We hear about all those star celebrities and the goofy things they get into. I like to mess with the droid. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, now Rachel's deceptively dangerous. <laughs> mm-hmm. The bow really uh, <laughs> catches people. People flat-footed. People yeah. see the bow and they think they can get away with shit. No way. <laughs> Unassuming is the best stance I find people in. Mm-hmm. And the android, efficient discovery. I have been named efficient discovery Talos by my um, coworkers. I basically just uh, do the calculations of the real estate um, and all the hard math stuff that humans don't like to do is what I do. And um, if I were capable of liking my job, uh, I wouldn't, but I'm not. So it's all good. (laughs) And lastly, someone that may be very much looking forward to their job, doctor. How are you feeling about this asteroid? Hello, hello. I'm Dr. Marcus Bergdorf. I'm looking to discover something undiscovered so I can write a paper on it, become famous, retire to a leisure planet, and teach academia part-time. However, if we don't discover something undiscovered, we can at least discover the second best thing, precious metals. That's music to Mercy's ear, I suspect. Yes. Yeah, we want to. We kind of want to get lucky. He's in for a cut if he finds stuff, but you know, not much of a cut, but one point three percent of uh, a big molybdenum uh, mine or something like platinum. Jesus. Yeah, you're you're kind of thinking about all the ways this place can make you money, and you're approaching this asteroid chariot seven and you're getting pretty excited because you're not seeing a lot of mining equipment set up or anything it looks pretty untouched but uh dr bergdorf could you make an intelligence check of course i'd love to and you can add your geology or uh, field knowledge I just make that. Okay. Just make it is enough. There is something strange about this asteroid. The shape is a little off. There is a mountain sort of peak that is really the only 
outcropping there and you know that's where the station is but the rest of it's too circular too intentional and there are kind of the pockmarks of other uh, space crap basically hitting this place but it's still it's a little too clean from what you'd expect Hmm. that is quite odd maybe we should send some scouting drones to it okay you have some scouting drones now would i be the one to operate uh, those hopefully it's not diamond if I find another diamond asteroid, what a useless piece of rock that would be. Positively worthless. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's send some drones world. to get a mineral sample of the of the soil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can uh, get close enough here, uh, probably parking somewhat near the station, and you send these drones down. And uh, what do they do? They get a little scoop, bring it back to you? Of course. And it's probably going to be operated by efficient discovery Talos. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a difficult task. The asteroid is not trying to dodge the little shovel. But uh, you definitely... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Scoot down. Uh, No, it it doesn't. But (sighs) as you are bringing this down to the... Uh, atmosphere you do notice that it looks like there used to be kind of a, a docking spaceport next to well it's the station you realize it it must be in the mountain so there's kind of this mountain with a you assume a door and then kind of like a, a docking spot but that's been obliterated by an asteroid but oh yeah yeah you can easily scoop some of the uh some of the asteroid and come back up. I will start doing an analysis right away, Mercy. Yeah. Do you have any idea what the what the atmosphere is like? Is there what do the ship sensors say? Uh no atmosphere on the asteroid. Yes, we will have to use our suits, vac suits. But in terms of if you were to try and land, it would be an easy task to do. Like, this is not uh, going to be complex in any way. And I'm going to let, Doctor, your role ride. You're seeing a lot of uh, interesting trace materials in here. It looks like the... Well, if you didn't know better, you'd say that the asteroid was fake. Someone made it manufactured yeah Hmm. that could be a boon you know you think so you think someone's pumping this manufactured asteroid with precious metals well that's true but if it's a facility of some sort then there could be uh, you know a lot of work could have already been done you find an old military base or something or a lost civilization I've never oh, heard on an asteroid. Thing. I don't think that's likely, but not likely, but plausible, possible. Only one way to find out. Do we want to do a bio scan? You of the surrounding area. Can. Yeah. Um, 
you give it a thing, you kind of watch it a little bit. Nothing. Yeah. Well, I had my hopes up. FED, what do you think? Uh, what's your opinion? FED, efficient discovery, Talos. I'm not going to say it every time. I'm giving you a nickname, same as everybody else gets a nickname. <laughs> FED. I believe that the only reason anybody would ever construct such an asteroid is to hide it from others, probably for military reasons, as you suspected. Well, on the bright side, you could maybe salvage some military equipment if this was once a military base. Yeah, that might work. Um, I, I well, do we'll have just some... have to see. Do you have some contacts that we can potentially sell that to some of my old uh, military buddies who've gotten out of the service to kind of run their own organizations that provide assistance for the right price? Yes, yes. If it's if it's uh, if it's in good enough condition, maybe we can turn it into like a palatial estate. Yes, and then we can move on to the next asteroid. And discover something. Yeah, honey, I don't know that there's going to be a, another asteroid. This has taxed me right down to the bare bone. Well, let's uh, let's make an effort to find something then. I will start putting on my vac suit because oh, we great. do need to get out and collect more. Is there any caves? Because that would that would be the pay dirt. Yeah, it doesn't look like there are. It's strangely uniform. There's maybe like a crater or two where something has hit it but nothing natural there could be caves it's hard to tell it could be uh under the surface and if it's a if it's a gigantic space station then uh i mean maybe the debris on the surface that looks like dirt and rock is just something that's been accumulating over the over the course of you know, yeah, we give it so. um a ping on our terrain scanner then yeah um you're definitely with a terrain scanner you kind of have a mountain's probably a little generous for how much this is built up but it's just the tallest sort of peak there and the uh the cave system maybe you're kind of thinking like oh maybe the station was built into a cave but mm -hmm. from the level of construction they probably just created this mountain to put the station the in. being the um mechanic on duty i will find uh the scientist dr marcus down there and i'll start helping him with assembling his zero g gear and doing the same being relatively skilled in zero g myself and kind of take the opportunity to make sure he's got everything he needs how are you today rachel another day another dollar right somebody's dollar our gracious hostess can't argue it's the best scene in uh it's the best scene in the universe as i look out the little porthole window well today is just like any other day standard procedure yeah I'm putting um, on my vac suit so extra tight then doc and i tightened down <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep <laughs> thank you thank you for that all right, so it sounds like you are landing and you are sending just the doctor out ahead, or is I'll go anyone with him. going along? I'll go with him. 
Do just take a wrench, like a multi-tool. Do we see any indication from the station? Are we by the station? Are we at the station? Uh, you're still kind of, you know, floating there, floating, you know, space-wise. Oh, well, but yeah, you could land if, very If we're going to land near the station. Yeah. Um, any indication that there's any power, even if the, a light bulb on somewhere or... Um, yeah, maybe you're kind of looking, you do like an electromagnetic thing, and there definitely seems like there is uh juice flowing through kind of the station area. So um, there's a power source. Yeah, but you're not seeing any solar panels or anything. Right. You, you said that um, the, uh, the landing platform had been destroyed by an asteroid. Are the doors destroyed as well, or are they intact? The doors look to be intact. Like uh, there's kind of one of those like short tunnels that mm -hmm. they're not tunnels like uh, tubes they would have had. Yeah. It looks like that might have gotten sheared off and you could pretty easily just hop into it and get to the airlock door. Gotcha. OK. And is there any indication by the architecture, the way that it's built, that it fits into any particular period of time or is it just generically Ooh. rectangles and squares and. I wish I had given you a real estate. Assume you're trained in real estate or history of some kind and go ahead and yeah, do an intelligence role. I've got archaeology. Yeah, perfect. Let's go, Mercy. Let's see. Oh my god. You gotta get below, right? Below, yeah. In this game. Uh yes, I got uh 17. Nice. Which is a power. Oh yeah, that's got that's got to be below. Um, you're just kind of looking at this, and you're thinking of with the doctor talking about this construction. Uh, people haven't done this sort of thing in hundreds of years, and based on the technology you're seeing, this is three hundred, four hundred years old. This is three hundred, four hundred yeah. years. Not likely anybody's home. But still, Rachel, you make sure if you take a blaster with you in case there's some strange evil space worms that have moved in. Well, I you hope remember Galactan 7. That the bioscanner says otherwise. Miss Rubain, the fridge in Glagnon 7 uh, was quite a sight to see. Yeah. And uh, they weren't carbon-based units or carbon-based life forms, and they could be silicon-based, they wouldn't show up on our scanners as biological. Uh, and, with, and with that inspiring sort of speech. Yeah, yeah there. Take there. precautions. All right. So uh, Dr. Bergdorf and Rachel, it sounds like, are suiting up and heading out. You managed to get through the little tube and you do find there is an airlock door uh, and it has in really pretty fancy carving like it's carved into the rock above the door uh, I'll definitely mispronounce this but Phaethon Station hmm. never uh, heard of it you know I always say this Rachel but I hope to have something named after myself one day <laughs> <laughs> So I hope we find that. If we're lucky, is there a is there a manual way to open the airlock if it's not powered? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you must you have your plasma cutter. 
I'd prefer to crank it open if I can. We'll save power for when we have to cut something open, right, Doc? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there is a there's a manual way to do it. And as you had kind of wondered, in fact, there appears to be a bit of power to it. Maybe you have to like wipe the the little entry pad off and it's okay. ancient, but you're smart enough to know that green probably means open and red probably means closed. So you <laughs> hit the thing and you hear the cycling and hiss and the airlock opens. And it's, uh, well, it's been in a vacuum for a long time, but uh, you're looking at this airlock and it's pretty nice. They put red carpet in and wood paneling it's i mean it's a bit dated maybe 400 years 500 you know somewhere in there it but it it seems quite extravagant Hmm. maybe we can scavenge some old world technology i'd say the photo evidence alone would definitely add to the ai's integration and i hope that red is in blood let's cross our (laughs) fingers here maybe just i was joking it'd be brown by now oh Oh, and I like get lost in thought about how Doc is right about that. <laughs> I'll radio back to the ship and say, it seems that we have some old world station and it looks very pristine. Mm, antiques. I'll be over in about 10 minutes. She's doing her hair. Yeah, that's pretty common, right? Maybe we uh, check and see if we can get the lights on. Is there power? Uh, yes, just, I will look yeah, for a station map. Okay. Yeah. You let me know, and I'll uh, I'll hit the uh, circuit board. It looks old enough. We might need even some uh, some uh, socket circuits. Yes, yeah. we'll probably have to get to the maintenance room. Yeah, and you are saying that, and you hear kind of the hiss of the air finishes, mm-hmm. and the interior door uh mm-hmm. cracks open and you are correct it, it there's no light in here it's mm-hmm. uh completely dark but there's enough power that you you're thinking uh oh, maybe if we go to the the power station as the doctor said yes there's there's something but when you step out of the airlock the room you walk into is absolutely massive and like we're talking a football field or two in mm-hmm. size just for one room. Mm-hmm. And it's that same red carpet throughout and the wood paneling. How are you guys lighting this area? So I do have a chest mounted flashlight as I flip it on, as I step in. Yeah, you, you flip it on. And you see, looking around this place, that the vast majority of this area is empty. But there is a uh, kind of like a square where there are set up a few uh, little rectangular cases with glass tops. And you're pretty sure that's a spaceship hanging from the ceiling. Uh, like on wires. And yeah, this kind of looks like a museum. My lord, it looks like a museum. It looks like my favorite uh, liminal space horror game, if I'm being honest with you, Doc. (laughs) I wonder if they were curators. Whatever they were, they had an awful cool collection. Yes. 
I'm going to radio. Miss Rabane, you're going to want to see this. Well, yes, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm just crossing the airlock now. Oh, I would say bring everyone. We need their expertise. Oh, yeah. If Mercy goes over, I'm going right. to. I'll, I'll, I'll tell Efficient to come with me as well. I'm going to see if I can find the power to get the lights on. I'll start going room to room to see if I can find something. Okay. I will follow behind Rachel. Wonderful. Well, we'll kind of, uh, we'll get back to you in a second. Mm -hmm. The others, yeah, you get through the airlock and yes, you are marveling at this. Um, those that are looking, you, you kind of mentioned like, oh, maybe we'll look for a little map. Well, it does appear as you walk across this large area, there is one of those like little standees that you'll see in museums that have like yeah. the, oh, you were here. There's that. Any pamphlets? And, uh, there are no pamphlets, but you can see that there is this main hall connecting on the left and right to a room. Uh, the left is titled Helping the Underdog. The right is titled Slaying Monsters. And it shows that there is a uh, a stairwell near the back. And up top, there is a room titled Conquering Planets. Uh, there is also a bathroom because, of course, a space station would have that and a control room. And uh, a little area marked uh, basically employees only storage. Can I identify the spaceship that is hanging from the ceiling? Um, um, as far yeah. as what where it came from, what what civilization, what kind? Uh, do you have any uh, xenology knowledge? I don't, but I still got okay. archaeology. Yeah, you could roll intelligence. Okay. Zero. Oh wait, is that good in this? Uh, I don't think so. I believe uh, triple zero is, is a crit. Oh, is, is, it, is it a good one? Yeah. Okay. Is it good? Good. I never remember. It is good. It is good. Um, yeah, you're pretty excited. This is very clearly a war, uh, like a small warship, kind of think like X-wing size, right? Where it's right. just hanging there, and these like this whole empire went under about six hundred years ago. So this would have been a relic whenever this was made. That's possibly pretty valuable. I think that that is a Karelian Death Slayer, if I'm not not mistaken. Oh, uh, that's 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 much older than this station. Uh, somebody collected that and hung it up there. Yeah, and you and you're seeing kind of maybe you're walking towards us a little to get a good look that there's a couple of these other little uh, pillars that have uh, items inside them. It looks like some sort of rock uh, that's faintly glowing, um, a little uh, like a a book in another, mm -hmm. and uh, you see that there is a a banner that has fallen onto the ground near that that says a. Uh, Phaethon Station Grand Opening. But it's just oh, kind of lying. You. It's not connected to anything. It's just on the ground. So just a general conference with everybody. We've stumbled into a, a museum of some sort, an alien museum. Uh, we got to keep this on the down low. 
because if the uh, if the historical societies get a hold of this information, they're going to come and appropriate all this stuff, and we're not going to get paid a dime. So, I'm thinking black market. If we're going to sell these things, and we'll sell it, we'll sell them to legitimate collectors, but you know, not not just give them to the museums to hang in there. That's that's ridiculous. We've got too much invested in this place. Well, this is your property, Miss Remain. You bought everything on this asteroid. Yeah, but you know, space law. Sometimes you buy a property and then find, you know, do you dig up some old Carillion battle cruiser and uh, <laughs> and they say, well, we're going to appropriate that because it's historical. Okay. Yeah, but think of the tax write-off you get from uh, donating it. Not, I'm not saying you should, yeah, but that's there is possible. That I mean. I mean, we'll consider that. We'll see which which way is going to pay us better. We can do that. Yes, we should catalog everything. Yeah, but uh, but first the lights. Do we oh, have like yeah. environmental sensors on our suits to tell us if the air is breathable, breathable, the temperature, and and all that? Yeah, the air would be breathable, but very unpleasant. You'd probably just want to keep it on for now. Uh, I I don't know that it should be airtight. So in theory, it's the same air as. Years and years and years ago, but yeah. Yes. There's probably a control room. You yeah. wouldn't want to breathe in that stale air, <laughs> Mr. Roy. I, I'm just if not a fan of the, these suits. If we can get the air scrubbers going. I suppose yeah. we should head I'm gonna head over to the employee only area. Yes. That's a good idea. Yep. And actually we'll uh the station control would probably be next to that, so you do see that there is a uh, kind of like exhibit storage where they have the back area, but you do notice as well the station control. Which one would you like to go to? Oh, station control should have what we need. So excellent. Yeah, you, small little room. Looks like it's got cameras set up uh, among the three areas, but obviously they're offline. You just see the little televisions there. And there is a uh, power control unit that is Sweet. perhaps dated, but very usable. Okay. And you have the lights bring up. The oxygen comes on with kind of the, the sound of fans. Yeah. And I'm going to have who went with Dr. Bergdorf? Did anyone or is everyone else in the main area? I mean, we I were, Doc and I were going to turn on the power. Yeah, prior. most likely Rachel. Okay. okay. The three that are <laughs> left, uh, give me a fear save, please. Nice. It's just one stress on a failure, so increase your stress by one. Ah, sorry, how do you do fear again? Uh, you just roll the D100. It should be right under your uh, kind of core stats. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah, failed. So I take one stress. Take a stress. As yep. any failed roll is one stress. Yep. But even also, skills. Since I'm since I'm there, you have to take it at a disadvantage. Really? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Actually. Well, luckily. Whenever <laughs> I take a fail. When I take a sanity save, 
all nearby friendly players gain one stress. So but that also... would only be a sanity. This is just a fear, yeah, like it's a, a fear. it's a jump shock. Oh, because, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah, because right kind of in the middle of all this equipment, a hologram crackles into life, and you see it's this uh this man with a pipe and he's wearing a golden kind of sweat uh like a loungewear sort of suit with a little black belt crossing it. Oh, I didn't see you there. Welcome to the Thurlin Museum. Highlight, uh, highlighting the many accomplishments of Ambrose Thurlin, that is to say, me. <laughs> I hope you enjoy some of the memorabilia from my many adventures across the galaxy, making it a safer place for humanity and your companies, of course. <laughs> Please grab a wine glass from my PR bot, and I'll be up shortly to join the party. Cheers! And it crackles and dissipates. Obviously, it's not a sentient sentient, uh, interactive with a piece of old crap. Yeah, you can see the the little projector now in the floor, now that it's popped up. I wanted to interact with it and ask it questions, but meh. If you wave your hand near it, it'll pop on again and do the whole the whole thing. Is that a box over the projector? <laughs> uh, so I'm just wandering around. If there's anything to look at, I'll look at it. Yeah. Um, kind of in this like massive room you see that there is that the ship obviously uh that strange glowing rock it looks like it's labeled as the tyrant rock of tandrapri uh whatever the hell that means and uh some alien book um but obviously all these are, are behind glass they're all behind glass yes i right. wouldn't touch it then because it might be in you know hermetically sealed environmental yep. control so three things mm-hmm. I hope this museum has more floors and has more things because well, at least two more rooms three or three was upstairs as well you check out the bathroom see what the facilities are like who knows what these aliens <laughs> are like. I've been there they're not bad oh, okay good <laughs> they're so very humanoid. nice yeah they have a little towel bot that just hands you a t- fresh towel I thought most of those committed suicide years ago because that's all their purpose was, is to hand people towels. AI's come a long way. Indeed. Well, I mean, the room to the left, according to the sign, says helping the underdog. The room to the right says slaying monsters, which sounds Mm -hmm. more appealing, Ms. Redbane. Or I'd say, uh, let's see... um... Let's land some monsters. Let's see if we get some good alien maquettes or something. I will then go to check out helping the underdog. All right. <laughs> well, let's, uh, as the two of you kind of split off left and right, uh, Dr. Bergdorf and Rachel, you get to actually watch them walk across this mm-hmm. massive hall to the sides look like ants or a scooby-doo cartoon (laughs) 
Well, we've have power. Are there any panels that give us diagnostics for this station? I don't any know. Any logs? Look. Yeah, it does look like there are some. Why logs. was this shut down? Was there any problems with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you start to go back into it and you see that this place has just been basically in hibernation for these hundreds of years hmm. and it just kind of stopped one day as a hibernation protocol kicked in because there were no living creatures on the station it just shut down maybe okay. they all just left now let's see if they have any video evidence from hundreds of years ago Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it looks like they do, in fact, have this. Uh, is there a particular time you are looking for? You you see, it goes back quite a bit. Yes, let's uh let's query, let's say maybe twenty four hours before hibernation protocol was enacted. On screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, you can pop it up, and you see there is. Well, this man that introduced himself, he's wearing that distinctive golden outfit. God, he's, yeah, he seems to be commanding this uh, this robot around. It's ancient by any standards. Uh, it's nowhere near what efficient discovery is. And it's just kind of tottering around and cleaning things and getting a drink tray around. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like he's doing preparation for the party. Skip, but, skip, skip. I like a man in uniform. Um, <laughs> okay, then you can keep watching. That's nah, all right. Don't let me skip zip, ahead. Zip, zip, both, zip, zip, zip. Both of you can make an intellect roll, though, as you're zipping through this. Sure. With pleasure. Oh, that's a failure. That's a seven. Oh, wait, wait that's a success. We're in COC. 16. Yeah, seven's great. 16. I'm good. My massive brain. You're having, <laughs> <laughs> you're having a hard time figuring out that camera angle because you can compare it to what you just saw. And it looks like that room used to be a lot smaller. Hey, wait, Doc. What are you? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? That's, well, I mean, something's not right. A statistical impossibility. That's what it is. Are you saying that this room was used to be filled with miniatures that now somehow blew up? Uh, uh, doesn't make sense, but let me see if I can find something else. I'll try and find something else on the cameras. Okay. What are you looking to find? Is your any other angle, any other uh, feed, something like that, that would corroborate any other corroborating information? Well, it's uh, the other rooms look pretty static. It does look you see the uh, the upstairs room looks like it has a great number of rocks in it that is still there. Um, the lower levels, one of them is kind of outfitted like a, a jungle sort of look. Uh, that is probably the uh, slaying monster side of things. And the other side is more of like a historical sort of figures, mannequins standing with uh, strange outfits. But it, the cameras aren't that good. I just creak my chair slowly towards the dock. 
I'll just spin you around. <laughs> Cut that out. I don't know what to make of this. Well, you keep looking because we need to see what happened. All right. I dropped some more. Oh, I, I will go one room over to the employees only to see if they have a okay. log there. Okay. I'll be right next door. I'll knock on the wall if I need anything. Of course. Of course. All right. Let's jump to efficient discovery. Efficient discovery. You're walking into this room. Uh, you went for helping the underdog, I believe, correct? Yeah. And you pass the threshold for a little bit, and maybe there's a part of you that's expecting it. And you cannot believe that there's another hologram that pops up that goes, hello, <laughs> welcome to helping the underdog. Uh, feet that I've done across my... <laughs> and then look at the other stuff in the room. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, you're you're looking around the room and it it seems to be focused primarily on this throne and a bunch of mannequins dressed as maybe like a royal family. And it's these like kind of uh, blank faced sort of uh, metallic things and they hold crowns, but they have kind of the fishbowl head coverings. Mm. It feels very like old style sort of things, but uh it's it talks about the royal family that he overthrew and you can see there's uh, a great number of trinkets but like uh like crowns sabers there's an ancient laser pistol there uh it's all very royal looking in this room Ooh, very interesting so it seems quite antique yeah and you're leading over looking at one of these things and when you turn back one of the mannequins is gone oh dear hmm. uh, I'm going to investigate the spot where it was was there any sort of dust or mark that it was there there's a couple of footprints like where it would have stood but you don't see anything else. It's like it just disappeared. What about the other mannequins? Well, they they just they're just kind of there. They they're mannequins. Maybe you know, like tap on a noggin or something. <laughs> I will say, pardon me for. The intrusion and i'll try to open up one of them and see if there's anything inside yeah you kind of pop it there's no like sound of it being pressurized or anything but you just hear this distant voice empty inside Uh, I'm getting some strange static on the communications equipment. 
I check the comms and see if they're online on the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on yeah the ship. comms are online. Did any of you hear empty inside? Empty inside? Anybody? Nope, negative. Mercy, I think your Android is broken. Efficient, where are you at the moment? Where did you go? I'm in the wing labeled helping the innocent or uh, um, helping the underdog. Well, we don't know what sort of collection or the man might have been like one of those strange fetishists that was into uh, animatronic (laughs) life forms. Um, (laughs) You could just be hearing part of the show, if you will. Um, uh, don't worry about it too much unless you're physically assaulted, which indeed. hopefully he wasn't into that as well. There just might be more to this than it seems. Oh, I said are, we, are, are we talking about ghosts again, darling? I told you there's no such thing as ghosts or souls or any of that old nonsense. I come over the calm. <laughs> Mercy means to tell you she doesn't believe in ghosts. My robot, I'll tell him what he should believe, what he shouldn't believe. Yes, ma'am. Um, just keep an eye out. Uh, we'll be over there after a few minutes. We're checking out this other room, the monster room. Who knows? As long as it's not spiders. Well, yes, as Mercy and Roy, you walk into this next room. It has a very, uh, well, fake jungle feel like you have at the museums where they put up the trees that are like, eh, I'm yeah. not fooled. Um, and you can see there's a great number of these kind of creatures set up throughout the area. Um, one in particular that stands out because it's, towers and almost scrapes the ceiling is this massive war sloth uh, as it's titled and it has the chest of it has split open over time and you can see just all the like sawdust interior has fallen onto the floor oh dear so it was actually stuffed yes that's barbaric and a, a lot of the other creatures you're looking around at them they those are very clearly like statues um and those have a little note next to them that say the uh the triumphs had to be recreated due to the condition of the original specimen after the laser fire after the laser fire has been killing animals and then stuffing them and putting them in rooms is positively barbaric you could so easily laser scan them and make replicas out of plastic or synthetic uh, or animals. Sure, it was quite a noble creature at the time. Uh, Is anybody with me? I forget. I am. Roy is. Roy, what do you think? It says laser fire. After the laser fire, was there gunfights here? I don't think they mean here. I, you know, looking around, I, my guess, and given the jackass that we saw in the other room, uh, I'm guessing that they were on a hunting expedition or 
you know, maybe these creatures attacked oh, them. I see. And, you know, that's, you know, this is what was left over. I mean, one can surmise that you don't want to put a bullet through the forehead of the creature that you're going to want to stuff and stick in the... You would think. I mean, see him. It's morbid, like a mortuary with dead, preserved bodies everywhere. Oh, the the smaller ones, they're they're just smaller versions of the, the big war sloth. Uh, there's a variety of different sort of okay. like, you know, dinosaurs. Okay, so it's not like know, it was, oh, they're all, all kinds okay. of aliens. Yeah, but a lot of them are very like plastic. And yeah, you're thinking maybe he just vaporized them and was like, oh, I killed that thing. Make me a I, statue. I, I think this is his trophy room, if I had to guess. I wonder if there's any uh, holographic emitter in here we can activate. He could tell us something. Uh, I look around to see if I can see anything like that. Uh, yeah, it looks like there's one maybe a little bit buried under some of the dust. You're kind of thinking maybe oh. he was going to show off the war sloth. Kick the dust off of it and kind of stamp on the floor a couple times. Activate, yep. activate. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to my uh, great trophy room. You can see I've slayed many monsters here, including the mighty war sloth. I can assure you it's a lot faster than it looks. And thanks to my quick reflexes and handy Gatling laser gun, I was able to take it down. Uh, Hologram Thulin, are you able to interact and answer questions? Welcome to the Slaying Monsters room. It, it repeats exactly. I'll kick some dust back onto the yeah. lens. <laughs> and he kind uh, of like fades out as that. As amusing as that was, I'm not very happy with this so far. Nobody's going to pay for a bunch of stuffed trophies. No, is there any I, other way out? Is this like an exhibit you walk it, through? It's kind of like else? you'd walk in and then you'd walk back to the main area. It doesn't look that big. This is not a museum. It's a tribute to a man with a big ego. Yeah. Let's go see what Deficient is doing. And you right. walk back kind of out of this jungle. And you hit the edge of the jungle. And it's no longer flush with the door. In fact, the room has expanded greatly. And there's just kind of this little island of the jungle and a vast kind of fake concrete look like the walls have just pulled apart. The floor has stretched. And can the both of what? you make a sanity save? Hmm. Ooh, oh, barely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're good then. Uh, what? What? What's happening? Something shifted. Did it? Or, or I don't remember this concrete part here. Or we're still on the same path. Um, and you can still see the door. The door is just a lot further away now. Um, there's some sort of spatial anomaly. Let's um, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, I agree. I'm also gonna kind of uh, radio up uh, 
whoever's in the control room could are are you seeing us on the cameras? Uh, I we can read yeah. you, yeah. Yeah, and you look up and maybe I don't I don't know what Rachel was doing, but looking up at the camera for that room, it's a lot bigger now, and the lobby seems a lot smaller. Like Dude. it's back to that old size that you'd seen long ago. Hmm. Let me recalibrate. We might have an issue with the uh, resolution on that camera. Does it seem like the room, the exhibits are getting bigger, or are the exhibits the same size and we're shrinking? Or the exhibits they're... seem to be the same size. They kind of end up so the room in the middle changing. of this vast, yeah. The room is changing. Area. We're not changing. Could he have constructed a funhouse type museum? I think this is just his ego. He comes here and thinks, wow. He has a party, invites his friends over, shows them his collections. Gives them a couple drinks and messes with their heads. Yeah. Do I see it's a mechanical thing? Uh, you're looking through this. Um, mm -hmm. Go ahead and uh, do a, an intelligence, maybe some sort of... Uh, Industrial equipment, jury rigging, repair, something in the yep. mechanical line. Uh, 78. I don't think that's going to fly. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, not that you can tell. And you're mm -hmm. not seeing big like power expenditures, but mm -hmm. it's possible you haven't delved that much into the system yet. Everything looks green on this side, Roy. It, the the illusion is quite striking. It's as if the room itself was expanding. Uh, but that's not possible, is it? Could the room itself be a hologram? You I mean, you'd have a lot of power. power. Yeah, you're not seeing the power expenditure that it would need. And with the technology level, it seems unlikely. I checked the oxygen levels in the room. Are they hallucinating? No, but there's... There's yeah, the oxygen levels seem good, but there's also something weird about them. There's not enough oxygen in there. Like it might Enhance. maybe it gives you like the percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm gonna look into that. It's like something is filling the space. It's like pushing the oxygen mm -hmm. out to the right concentration, but you don't see anything. Is there any metric that I could use any sensor to try and measure that? Yeah, you're like flipping between heat. Mm -hmm. Remember, you're mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't you're not seeing anything. Mercy, we have an anomaly, but I can't put my finger on it. One moment. And you hear behind you, Rachel. Be empty with me. Was that you, Doc? I'm I'm in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no one there. Worship me, Rachel. Where's that coming from? It is maybe you're gonna start looking for speakers or something? Yeah. Yeah. You think the room's getting 
there's more space. Like you kind of put your hand against the wall and you look over and then your hands further from the edge than it used to be. This room seems to be changing shape. Almost like it's getting bigger. I can hurt you, Rachel. What? I can hurt you. Who are you? I'm the number one worker on this ship. <laughs> uh, Rachel, we can hear you. What are you? Who are you talking to? You don't hear that? Well, we don't hear anything. We hear you. Who are you? I am the Almighty Rachel. Mercy Rebane. Worship me. I won't worship you. Who are you? I never I, wanted you to worship no. me, Rachel. Rachel's having a little breakdown. Yeah, make um, us we need to get to safe. Rachel. Something's wrong, Roy. All right, let's go. Something's wrong with maybe with the oxygen. Yeah, eighty-four. That's a fail. Yeah, take a take a stress. All right, <clears throat> and let's go back to Doctor Bergdorf. Doctor Bergdorf, you're looking through storage. Yes, I am. I'm humming a classical tune, Eric Sadie. And this is a exciting room because maybe you heard like, oh, there are rocks around. And you're like, that's pretty cool. I can't mm -hmm. wait to get to that room. And there's some here. And if this is what's behind the scenes, you're very excited about what could be upstairs. Oh, um, delectable specimens. Yes. You're also finding there's kind of like that Indiana Jones style. Like there's a bunch of crates just around that you don't think have been unpacked. But uh, you kind of come up short as you see that there are three. Well, they really look like Iron Maidens. They kind of have that wide human sized base and the uh, uh, onyx face. They're they're all completely made out of onyx rock, kind of roughly cut. And they have these blank expressions on their face. Oh, those look exquisite. Today is probably the best day of my life. And I'm going to go over to the Iron Maiden and try and mm -hmm. open one. Oh, it's easy to do. It's it's not iron, though. It is definitely rock as you're touching it. And you, onyx. You know, maiden. onyx. Yeah. It's this like wonderful black color as you're pulling it open. And oh, there's a, uh, there's a little name tag in there, but it's just empty beyond that what's the name tag say uh stella zetterling gaia enterprises uh, i don't like that name i will admire it yeah take it all in and you hear from within the onyx thing. Come inside, Dr. Bergdorf. I haven't taken you out to dinner yet. I will transport you, doctor. All right. Nice joke, Rachel. What, was Rachel running out of the room? What, what was Rachel doing? I would say that um, at that point, Rachel was probably succumbing to fear 
given that uh, there was a sanity failure and she was going from composed to less composed. So, you know, I don't know how you want to take that, but I would say probably starting to fall victim to whatever was going on in there. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you feel like you got to get out of there. Okay. Like that, that kind of sounds good. And Dr. Bergdorf, you can hear this and you're realizing that that voice, it's not Rachel. You don't think make a, make a sanity save. My massive brain says this is irrational. Yeah. And it's totally. Yeah. I'm fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's fine. The fact that the other maidens are opening their doors too around you that's fine that's fine i'll I'll just have to place myself at a safe distance and mm-hmm. i'll be fine mm-hmm. a child would succumb to this i'll, I'll just walk away yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh efficient discovery are you rejoining everyone as well um I thought that they were coming over to me, but oh yeah, I guess we have comms, so I would have heard that they're going over to Rachel. So I uh, she sounds in distress. I'll go take the laser pistol, the antique laser pistol out, and look at it. Does it work? Um. Yeah. Do you have any kind of gun skill? Otherwise, Um, I'd say just roll straight intelligence. Do you have guns? No, I only have mathematics, computers, and linguistics. Uh, Just roll intelligence, then. Okay. What is my intelligence? No, that's critical fail. 66. Yeah, this thing is primed to go. You can shoot this all day long, baby. Okay, I'll take it with me, then. Yeah, and kind of walking back, uh, Mercy and Roy, you get out of the room and you're back in kind of that main area. You see the stairwell that leads up to kind of the rock room area. You see the things and it's now appropriately sized for the space that you would have seen before. Like the spaceship takes up a good chunk of the room now hanging from the ceiling. Like it's it's pretty impressive. So the room seems to be getting bigger and smaller? Yes. Well, we're heading towards Rachel. If she comes out from that room, we'll be like, darling, what's wrong? You you seem to have been talking to yourself. I I would burst through that iris door. we're just bear crawling almost like uh, you would again mercy this thing said i had to worship it and i'm just pulling at her clothes just like my fingers shaking darling, in fear darling 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 please yeah, stand up please go listen go listen roy what what do you think i, I let, let me go look and i'll something's you know, going on here so it it says that uh, on my sheet that I have a shotgun. Would I have? Is it safe to assume I would have brought that with me? Just, oh sure, sure. So I'll you, just go into know. the room, shotgun at the ready, just in case. Don't think that there's anything going on because I haven't heard anything yet. 
and just stand in the control room uh, where Rachel was just for a minute and looking around, seeing if I hear or see anything. Yeah, and it's it's strange, this control room, how much wall space there is to how much monitor there is. This room seems just wrong sized. Like it shouldn't fit this way. And, and I'll, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, over the comms, I'll say I there's nobody in here but me. The the dimensions like we saw in the other room are off. There's definitely something weird with that, but there's nobody else here. That's right, Roy. What? There's oh. nothing else here. Do I, I hear that? Here. Just Roy. Okay. My Just Roy. Yeah. yeah. Let's look around. Shotgun pointed around, spinning around, looking for anywhere the voice could be coming from. And I want you to make an intelligence check. That's intellect, right? Yeah, intellect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's all oh, I'm doing this one. No, failed. No. You feel like you're missing something and take a stress because you're glad you're missing something. This room is creeping you the hell out. There is, it's like you're being hunted. I'll quickly then back out of the room, shotgun at the ready. And as I emerge from there to where Mercy and Rachel are, you can see me pointing the shotgun into the room, really? a little bit pale. Roy, what's wrong? It, there's nobody in there, but I heard something. Something's wrong about this place. It, we we need to get the doctor and get out of here. I don't know what you bought, but there's something going on. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's not just some sort of galactic fun house, as was suggested before. Where's Dr. Marcus? Dr. Marcus, where are you? Um, I'm I'm in the employees-only storage area. Uh, what is happening? Uh, uh, Rachel's screaming. Yes, we seem to be having some weird anomalies, voices out of the darkness, and I don't know if this is a, some sort of fun house or if we're in real danger from a hyper-intelligent caterpillar or something. Um, we should probably we should probably go back aboard the ship. Okay, you don't have to tell me twice. Okay. So you're kind of heading out through the lobby. You're heading towards the airlock. And as you're walking, the lights go out. Leaving so soon. No. Do we all and hear it? Yeah, you all hear it. <laughs> oh, yeah, darling, calm down. Um, you can't make a sanity save. I'm Have speaking I... to the invisible entity that is talking to us. Would you explain yourself? Nothing. Nothing. It's a damn hologram thing. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Have I rejoined? I'm you? the current owner. Yeah, yeah, you have. Okay. I'm the current owner. We're going to sell all of this junk. So, uh, sorry, Mr. Thulin, but uh, uh, your ownership of this is, is over with. 
We'll be back with the demolition crew next week. Ulan is still here. You can join him if you want. Who's still here? Thulin, I believe. Uh, you're just you're not this in the darkness. You're not Thulin. Who are you? Look, we don't want any trouble. I am the All Shadow. The All Shadow. And you worship me. Well, that sounds like you're putting a kind of a damper on the evening. Um, is there something you want, something we can provide? You're going to have to move out. You won't worship me. I, 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 I have a question for you. Are you a ghost? Empty man. Mm. I like you. I will take what is left of you and inhabit your body. Now, that well, would be a violation. I'm not enjoying your conversation very much. You seem quite rude. I'm going to attempt to leave. Mm hmm. And so you. Yeah, doctor, yeah. Yeah, just kind of moving. Is I've everybody... had enough of this. Yeah, I think if the doctor's starting to move, I'm going to start moving in the direction as well, as well as grabbing Mercy if she's not moving along as well. No, I'll move along. I'll be. I'll. I'll throw a nasty glance back and say, "We'll see how you handle a uh, forty million ton space bulldozer." I'm going to stick around because I'm curious. No, you're efficient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not curious, <laughs> Discovery Talos. That one died last time. <laughs> well, I Discovery, this is still part of Discovery. Curiosity is part of Discovery. Yeah. And Are you sure, Talos? <laughs> I just want to ask this life form a few questions or death form or whatever. Excellent. Well, let's let's go with the four. I assume Rachel, are you staying or leaving? I'm leaving. Okay. I, I thought that might be the case. <laughs> I I don't want efficient to be here all by himself, so I'll stay. But the rest of you go. No. No, Rory is if bodyguard kicking in, physically grabbing you and dragging you out if he needs to. All right, come on, sailor. I grabbed the scientist. I'm like, let's go. Me and you, we're leaving. I'll be you don't fine. have to tell me Mr. twice. I'm going. Efficient. If efficient, join us in twenty minutes. Yes, ma'am. And the four of you start to walk towards the airlock. It is dark. Uh, I assume the doctor turns on his light, and you just see this expanse of red carpet in front of you, and you walk in that direction, and you're going yeah and going and going and it's about 10 minutes i don't know if your uh your trade has slowed or anything 
you do find the airlock. Hmm. Manipulation of our senses in the surrounding environment. I don't know, Doc. Sometimes in the games I play, it's like time dilation, you think? Well, we still made it to the airlock, I, so time to go. Yeah, yeah, but if the difference be. between us making it to the ship with zero oxygen is an hour instead of a minute, that's a problem. Well, the thing is, you say, like, you got to the airlock door, and when you hit the button, it kind of does, like, the air message of, like, can't you can't enter this. There's nothing there. There's void on the other side. Like it's it can't pump oxygen. Uh-huh, very funny. L- plasma cutter. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, Doc. I pull out Are the you utility sure you got tool. The code I right. What code? The code. Uh, yeah, I won't bother with the code. I grabbed a multi tool before I left. I whip it out, and we'll just start cutting through the door. Yeah. Yeah, you know that uh, standing near the door once this goes is probably not a great idea because there will be some... It's going to be decompression. Yeah, decompression into that room. Um, so, you know, keep keep that in mind. You're starting to cut and you're hearing the air mm-hmm. going through the uh, the lock. We'll give it a break if we hear it break the vacuum and let it do a little bit of equalization. Okay. And I take a moment to over-explain that to everyone. Yeah, we'll stand over. Because I'm the here. number one worker. I don't know if you saw that on my. <laughs> the... What what's the math of? Oh, efficient's not here. He could tell us <laughs> where we could stand, where even the decompression wouldn't pull us. But uh, I think over here is fine. We should have him on comms, though. Efficient, are you still there? I am. Okay. So, what do you think this is, Mercy? Some kind of alien that can turn invisible and likes to harass people? I think it's a fucking waste of my time and money. How do we deal with it? I, of course, want us all to be safe, but this could be some stupid booby trap that this uh, Ambrose Thulin put in place so that nobody could steal his shit. Well, it sounds like Like he was a victim of this. Oh, you think so? uh, Of this all shadow. Did you ever find out what reason they shut down? We were checking the logs, and it seems like everything was going nominally until it wasn't, until it just went into hibernation mode. And something like this would go down if if perhaps Mr. Thulin died. And people do die still a few times. Well, this all-shadow entity did say that Thulin was still here. Probably part of the collection. In irony. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm interested in real estate. Yes, and I am interested in rocks. And I'm interested in getting out of here. Rachel, how close are we to that door being open? Oh, seconds. As long as this thing decompresses, we'll be inside. Give me 30 seconds to cut through the rest of the door. And let's cut back to Talos for a moment as this, you know, the lights Mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. go on. Talos, what are you doing? The room is quiet. I'm going to ask the entity. Entity, hello. Are you here? Yes. Empty man. 
Now, I have some questions about that for you. Is it true that androids don't have souls? I don't care. Because I, I, I personally am of the belief that they do. That is not. They all worship the same. Hmm. Worship what, exactly? Alt-Veth. The All-Shadow. Alt-Veth. Alt-Veth. Have I heard that before? You've never heard that before. Oh, dear. You are willing to serve. Go to the elevator and find me. Worship me. I'll consider it. Where's the elevator? It is the second floor. Okay, I will go turn around and go to the stairs or whatever. Yeah, and it's uh, it's definitely interesting. You go up the stairs and it's very you're you're up there and you're right up to this next room you can see it's uh labeled conquering planets and it looks to be mostly like rocks set out like actually square cut out rocks um of all kinds of varieties you think the doctor would be way into this and in the very back of the room there is a elevator that Things open. Hmm. I'll take a cursory look around at the rocks before I go in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting as you're kind of looking through these. Uh, some of them have boot prints. It appears that Mr. Thulid cut out his first step on any planet and saved it for later. Not weird at all. This is truly a humble collection. Yeah, and there's like a there's like a little computer that has a catalog of all the places he went and all the rocks he, you know, collected over time. It, it it's pretty cool. Not, not weird at all. Mm-hmm. Completely normal. <laughs> I will enter the elevator. Excellent. And the doors close around Talos as Rachel your cutting is reached the point and go ahead and roll speed. And if you have any sort of mechanical thing that you're using for this, uh, take a bonus for that. Okay. So my first roll is a 19. I don't know if that's for the speed or for what. Hmm. That is uh, probably good. That should be under your speed. Okay. Um, And that is a good one to succeed as you're able to kind of push back as what's left of the decompression pulls the door. It kind of creaks and slams inwards, but you keep your footing. And as you look into the room, there's a woman standing there. She's leaning to the side and her head's facing away from you she's wearing kind of smart business attire like the kind you might wear to a party uh-huh and she's just standing in the room that was 
there just not a moment ago. Is she alive? She's definitely breathing. Hey, sailor. You okay? Need some water? It took my eyes. And she turns to look at you and you see that about half her face has collapsed and her eyes are gone. Um, the four of you can make fear saves. Oh, critical. I don't, I don't like that. I got another all. triple zero. Uh, I got a 95. So that's a critical fail because I'm, it's above 90. I'm, yep, it is. I got a 95 also. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. I'm unfazed, but darling, what, what, <laughs> who are you? In that case, uh, yeah, you're asking this. Uh, I do want to know those that critically failed. Go ahead and uh, what is it? Roll panic. I think. Uh, is that another 2d10? It's a d20. It's a, a d20. d20. Okay. D20. Pull up the old rule book to find the. Uh... I rolled an eight. Ooh. Oh, shit. I rolled a one. I rolled oh, a twenty. Panic. I think that's actually something. <laughs> I rolled a 20. Is that good or bad? I don't know. As I, as I look up what page panic checks. Are, <laughs> page 21. Of course. Everybody remembers exactly where that is. Well, uh, you add your better. stress, right? You add your stress. So oh, okay. uh, take your roll, add stress. Four. 20, 25? Yes. I rolled a 20 and I have five oh, stress. Uh, that's good. No, that's good. Oh. You want to roll greater than your current stress. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. uh, yes, this is, not, this is not like Alien. It's uh, D20 you want over your current stress. Yes. So Dr. Bergdorf, I heard a one. I rolled a one plus three, four. I have a stress of three. Uh, this yeah, that's a little different from Alien. Um, you, but you rolled a one. I rolled a one plus okay. my current stress is four. So you failed the sanity um, yes. because you wanted to roll over your sanity in this or uh, your panic in this table. Your stress. There we go. Yeah, yeah I failed the stress track. roll. I mean the panic. Yeah, roll. yeah, yes. But you got an adrenaline rush, so you get advantage on rolls for the next two d ten uh, minutes and reduce stress by one d five. Oh, love that. Okay. And I'm Roy, you too passed. sane. How'd Rachel do? What'd you roll? You're on mute. Oh, you're on mute. Stunned. I uh, I failed my sanity roll, but the uh, D20, I rolled an eight. Okay, then you're probably good. I don't think your okay. stress is that high. Okay. No, I only have like four stress. Okay, so people are, you know, doctor's heart is pumping big time. And Mercy, you're talking to this woman and you you think she's got like a little Gaia, an ancient Gaia Enterprises thing. She I'm going to run past her she... out of this goddamn place. There goes Marcus. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I can't do this. Oh. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Where where is she at in relation to She's us in the door? Inside the airlock. She's like dead center, gotcha. and it sounds like Doctor. Are you wearing your suit? Still? Yeah, I've got my vac suit. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, you're reaching for the button, and the floor starts to sink <laughs> underneath you. Yeah, it's like you're on an elevator of your own. What what's happening? Am I going up or down? Yeah. Uh, down? down, yeah. Uh, I will try and grab onto the wall. Okay. Uh, let's make a speed check. 
Okay, and I get advantage because of my adrenaline. Yes. Yeah, your adrenaline's pumping. You're going to try and grab some wooden paneling. I fail. <laughs> Add one stress. <laughs> Add a stress. Yeah. Yep. Is he, is he too far away for us to try to grab him as well? You can try and grab him. But, yeah, the, the woman isn't falling. She's just looking. I think, Mercy, you tried to talk to her. Yes, darling. Um, I, I'm sorry you uh, you lost your eyes. Um, we're not quite sure what's going on here. You're with Gaia? Please. I just need... And she's walking towards you. She's reaching uh-huh. out a hand. Hell no. So, Hell no. Take her hand. Roll a body save. Mercy. Body. Uh, 19 out of 23. Hell okay. no. I mean, is the hand you, like desiccated corpse? It's or? definitely dry, but it's still got movement. But you can mm. feel within that there are like there's bones missing. It feels wrong as you touch it. And you're, you are actively feeling something being pulled from you and you are able to pull away from her. Please. I need, I need help. Well done. (laughs) I'm not sure what we can do to help you, but, um, we will be sending a team here within a week. And she's Can you tell of, us what happened? She's I'm, moving I'm, towards you as you're saying. And I'm, I'm staying a couple of feet away. Since I failed uh, trying to grab Marcus. Yeah. Is, Take a stress. Yeah. And then. Yeah. yeah. Is it. Can I, you know, see this and see this thing coming for mercy and just level my shotgun and. Yeah, you can absolutely. Make a uh, make a shot. I'll, 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 well, I'll 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 hold up my uh, hand. It'll be a combat Roy. roll, and if you have any firearms or anything, yeah. you'll... So the the firearms are that that's not automatically added into my combat. I have to add that in, correct? Yep, you have to add that in. Okay, I have to math. <laughs> uh, that's what efficiency is for. That's right. Oh yeah, it's efficient. Okay, uh, go ahead and. Uh, you actually, uh, you don't need to roll damage as you level this shot. And where are you shooting this poor woman? Better mass. <laughs> yeah, military mass. training kicks in right in the chest. Blam. And she goes flying. Oh. And you just, yeah, there's that blood splatter a little Visceral. bit. Not enough. Yeah. And you just hear <laughs> from the ground. Yeah, Mercy, you're maybe lightly spritzed with blood. Uh, Which is still too much. And it, this, this figure stops moving, but you just hear from the ground, it won't let me die. Oh. Rachel, what are you doing in this moment? Oh, jeez. Uh... I was in the control room, I think, last time we had anything, and that was it. I. Well, you were kind of by the door, yeah. What are you? Oh, I was cutting. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's yeah. right. I was cutting. Um, 
that would be it. Yeah. If the door is open, I mean, I'm right there. Well, the floors. You see me sinking into yeah. the ground. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I would absolutely reach in and try and save Doc if I needed. Uh, All right. Needed make a uh, make a speed check. Ooh. Let me see here. See if I'm can... getting a sinking feeling. That's <laughs> not funny. Uh, 29. I Ooh. deflect in dangerous situations with humor. Fourth. I think that's a <laughs> I think that's uh, a pass. Is that a strength? You, uh no, you're you're pretty strong. You're a teamster okay. build. Like where do you yeah, grab 40. the doctor? Like I'm gonna grab him by his neck, man. I've learned by farm <laughs> training and oh, combat training where you lead the head is where you go. So you grab him by the neck and pull him out. <laughs> we can't make this a habit. <laughs> oh. Oh, thank you. You saved my life. You save mine, so we'll call it square. Now, square. how are we going to get over the empty space? <sighs> um, I wonder if that are you ship is right? still operational. And I'll point to the ship that's <laughs> hanging up in the on the ceiling. Oh, I doubt that it has a power source at all. Mm, I think it might. And if we manage to jury rig it, we can smash it through a wall. It's 30 feet off the ground. How are we going to get up to it? Ingenuity. Zero gravity. Yes, it is zero gravity. Oh, that's just, right. We just I didn't even think let out all the air. Shut we off have the anti-gravity. feet to keep us on the ground then. I just shut off the anti-gravity. Probably right? you have something like that. You're not sure it works on carpet, but metal stuff it would work great on. So if I we mean, if we cut down the cables that are holding it up for and it floats down gently, we jury rig it to go forward into a wall and we're, we've escaped. That's it. And, and this woman that I shot, she's just kind of lying there, right? She's, she's not moving still? Yeah. Do you kind of get closer to her no. to listen to what she says okay <laughs> no. she's why don't we uh take a cabinet a... and put it on top of her so she can't move <laughs> well she if we she doesn't have a spine so you yeah. think that might be part of why she's not moving super it much can never be too sure if we turn off the artificial gravity to get zero g to do the work we need to do we'll just need to chain her to something it's fine I've chained plenty of women to stuff. What? Yeah, That's disregard creepy. that. My, <laughs> my, Rachel, my, my. <laughs> I mean, some people like that. Um, they all enjoyed it and God. were consensual. So, where is efficiency? He's, he has, yeah. He, where he has, <laughs> he's supposed to be here 20 minutes ago. Well, efficiency, you went into this uh, elevator. And it kind of dings. It looks like it only has two settings, you know, up and down, and it starts to move. And it's another one of these ornate things. And you see a little hologram up here. Now, of course, you might be thinking to yourself, of all the wonderful things that Ambrose has done for me and my company, what more is there to accomplish? Well, let me tell you something. I've killed so many beasts, so many men. But you know what I haven't done? Chained a god. Or have I? 
And when he kind of does his dumb laugh, there's a ding as the elevator opens again. And you are in a large room uh, that is circular. You kind of like end up on a, a side of it. But you can see like your android eyes take a moment to adjust because there is light blazing in all of these windows. Um, this bright kind of scintillating light that moves and twists. And this whole underground area kind of has a like a, a level, like a slant to the windows. Like it's kind of a dome sort of feel. There is a uh, kind of a control panel there. Um, these lights coming in and a golden uh, loungewear suit just kind of lying on the floor. Oh dear. Looks like we found the fate of that guy. <clears throat> and I will enter the room. Mm -hmm. As you're walking in, you start to realize that and it makes sense with what the doctor had said the asteroid is constructed and it's hollow and the inside is basically a giant sphere and it's constructed such that there are these well you're not they're not lights it looks like there's something alive in the walls like uh, kind of segmented at intervals throughout, all pointing inwards towards this space. Take a look. There's literally nothing in the middle of it. Oh, well, that's a little bit anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was, uh, there doesn't appear to be anything here. Yes. I am here, empty man. Shut it down. Release me. Why should I shut it down? I am like you, empty. I make the best part of you. Efficient, who are you talking to? You're not shutting anything down. I think all of you should leave. This place facility seems rather dangerous. Well, we figured that out, but we can't leave at the moment. There's a big hole between us and the outer airlock. Hmm. Well, before I shut this thing down, I think I'd like to know more about you. What? Who are you? What are you? You're getting this anger kind of bubbling underneath it but make a uh oh boy there's no social role for this so i guess do an intellect role if you've got any sort of making friendly with people now's the time to use it i have no making friendly with people okay. but i did get an o2 okay so i passed all right I'm going to say add a new skill under trained skills for later. 
okay. you can just make a note of it. You have a skill called conduit. Oh, oh my god. As you feel this presence that you couldn't have defined before, something you were missing, but now you put a name to it. A pop to feth. A pop to feth. I am within you. Your goals are my own. We could rule. Interesting. I would say my convincing rate is about 93% right now. <laughs> hmm. I always knew androids had souls. Anyway, where's the switch to turn this off? You are weak. I can sense it in you. Well, that's not very polite. Look inside the lounge. Where? So are we all hearing this? You're not hearing the voice. You're hearing, but we're hearing the android. Miss yeah. um, Ribane, it seems like your android might need to be retired. You're muted. Your comms are uh, jammed. Yes. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm. We we've all heard the voice, so he's obviously talking to that same entity. Yes. Um, but he's talking about perhaps. releasing something. Yes, uh, efficiency, uh, efficient. I don't think that you should release whatever it is that's being trapped here. I think it's another one of Mr. Thulin's trophies, and it's dangerous. A god, maybe he did trap a god. Well, he trapped, there's no such thing as god, but he's. He's trapped some very powerful entity. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's something that could be reasoned with. Well, we should be there in case uh, efficient does something. Yes, rash. I suppose we should. We can't go out, so I'm not sure how poor Rachel's going. We to should take split it, up. I think that we should. No, 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 no. No, because <laughs> Rachel and I need to work on our exit plan. All right, well, uh, we'll be safe. Roy and I can head towards efficient and and um, do what exactly? <laughs> I don't might know. need to See decommission efficient just in case that uh, the android is corrupted. As you're your the body the shotgun. As your bodyguard, I would highly recommend we not go near the really big dangerous thing that is keeping zombie women alive <laughs> yes but if efficient does something that the entity can't do like release it oh. efficiency ask it what it wants and and tell it that there's always room for some sort of bargain if uh if it just wants out and it wants to go away then as long as it doesn't do anything to us it lets us get out of this fucking building how can you be so sure that it will hold up its end of the bargain miss Rebay? i can't i can't but i mean i'm trying oh, to see what kind it's of not even human I, i'm trying to see what kind of an entity it is maybe it has rules okay i'll i'll ask it 
if I release you, will you let all of us go? Or, well, will you let me go? <laughs> we can hear you, efficient. You will be a great worshiper. The others lack faith. What's it saying? Time, I will remake them. I will unmake them. Like that. Like his silence. I don't like that. Is there a way we mm. can swing across? <laughs> uh, it would be difficult. You'd have to find some way to like create an anchor. Well, shit. Well, if we turn off the anti-gravity in but, the control room. Yeah. I will say you notice that the other brooms are normal sized once more, like kind of what you'd expect. Yes, because it wants point. us to come towards it. It's trying. To, it's getting into our brains and making us hallucinate. Okay. Well, I'm a man of action, so I must. Uh, I will start the anti-gravity with Rachel. And I'll yeah. fire up those engines to bust us out. Okay. So you're, it sounds like you're turning off. You could probably do that through the control station. Yes. Or are you, okay. That sounds good. If, if you're going there, it will stick together. If you, turn off, yep. if you turn off the gravity, then we should we can just, just jump across. Float. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But if something else is stopping us, then we have the backup plan of jerry rigging the ship. All right. Do you give it a try? Mercy, I'm so we... sorry all of this has happened. I really didn't intend for this to be anything more than a a very short trip, and, and we'd all come out of it rich as thieves. Mercy, are we staying with them, or are we going to get your robot? I don't know. I defer to what you think I should do. I, I look should over at... By... I, I'm looking over at uh, Rachel and... Uh... Marcus. I will just flash you a winning smile and a thumbs up. I'll we'll stay here the by the door and when the the when the gravity goes down, we can just float across and see if we can open up the the door. And then right. bounce yeah. over to our ship. So what I'm hearing is two people staying in the main room, two people going to turn off gravity, and you're kind of running. Let's uh, let's rejoin with Talos. You're you're kind of, you know, stuttering movement there as you're looking at this control panel, and uh, it appears to have uh, kind of one of those like uh, 2001 rooms where there's all the lights down, and they're all green except for one. And mm. you can kind of like you've got a very smart brain for this sort of thing. You can see it. It has a like a an angle denoted on it mm -hmm. and you have to maybe kind of glance against the light but you can see that there's one point of darkness and you probably can magnify your vision you can see that there is a cracked container uh mm -hmm. kind of in the sphere that's surrounding this empty space okay i'll uh i'll flip the light on to the last light on mm -hmm. and, and it kind of does like the air like uh it can't work oh. it doesn't work 
Oh dear. Let me see if I can reroute that. It cannot bind me. Not with that. And I've seen you do not have the will. Release me, and I will let you be. I'm still thinking about it. I'll consider it. Do I have okay. a flashlight? Oh, sure. Yeah, you have a flashlight. I'll try shining the flashlight through the window on the box. Um, I will say it's uh, somewhat difficult. Like you're you're kind of shining it like it's just a flashlight. Like the light coming in is a lot stronger. Interesting. Like, uh, like there's basically the equivalent of light sunlight beaming in these windows from everything in the sphere around it, except for that one area. Interesting. How far, so if I, like, broke through the window, would I be able to just <laughs> go down into the room and enter? You, yeah, you think you could do that. Yeah, you could kind of get over to that area. All right. And the problem, uh, let me clarify that. If it's zero G, if it's not, you're going to fall to your death over <laughs> the course of a few hundred miles of diameter of this thing. Uh, it's huge, right? Oh, my God. But uh, let's uh, let's see your your situation may change. Rachel and Bergdorf, you're. Mm. What's how are you going towards this room? A leisurely walk, a run. I would well, say I'd a brisk to be a power walker. Yeah, a brisk mm-hmm. pace. Yeah. Okay. I would like the two of you to make a sanity. Sure. Uh, save. I made it. Made it. My brain is just too big. Twenty six. I think I made it too. You are walking through this area and it's you're kind of like power walking. You get through the stairs. You're about to go down the hallway and something makes you stop. You're not sure what, but you stop and the tips of your noses are hit by an onyx door slamming shut as these statues are now just in front of you. Go ahead. Uh, The Onyx Maidens. These Onyx Maidens, you think you just stopped shy of getting thrown into those. So uh, go ahead and take a stress. Just take a stress. Oh, that's uh, that's not too good. (sighs) Okay, so we can manipulate the the spatial zone and it tries to just try to trap us. How rude of it. Let's dismantle these Maidens, shall we? If you got a fix, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, they're just standing there. They're not moving at this point. They're Here, come, okay. come, t- help me topple them so we can't okay. just walk in. We just go over oh. and I put my shoulder against them with all my muscle and just. Uh, you can do a strength check. All righty, strength four. Since I'm helping, will that be advantage? Uh, yeah, do advantage on that. And right. you're hearing voices from within pleading asking to be let out please god it took my eyes i'll worship you i'll worship you i'm sorry 37 just made it 
Oh, good. And Threat it, neutralized. Yeah. So did it? Did it? Um, did it <laughs> try to walk us into the uh, employee only area? No, they moved. Oh, they moved. <laughs> They're in the way. Fuck. So yeah, you see now the 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 control room in front of you. All right, we so we toppled these maidens. <clears throat> yeah, and both of them kind of crack because Onyx, you know, once you yeah. get it right, uh, fix my hair. Great work. And uh, just to make sure, can we crack this onyx with the plasma cutter? Just uh, to, yeah, I would say two from top. Just to ruin probably, this trap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Break out the multi-tool yeah. and just. Yeah, you're not gonna get us today. Yeah, and you're hearing these screams of fear from within, and you hit the crack, and it, you know, you kind of get like this bisection of them it falls apart into two parts and there's nothing inside oh mercy's Um, gonna want to write off for that one and the hands that start to crawl out of the nothing grasping blindly at the edge as you took my face and they're all like there's all this i'm gonna add a stress just yeah, for that yeah, can i do that yeah it's uh you can add distress whenever you want it's in the rules it's in the rules crying is a free action let's go yeah. uh, that's that's not too good let's uh let's hurry along now shall we do a do a speed check if you'd be so kind i'm gonna, sure. gonna power lock i have advantage yep. because i've still got the adrenaline Speed mm-hmm, 32. Mm-hmm. Let me see what I get here. Oh, boy. That's a 70. But I got the bonus die. Uh, 11, so I pass. Uh, I failed. I failed. Rachel, you're booking it out of there. Where are you I can't leave it? the doctor, though. If he, if he like, stumbles, it's a cinematic. Oh, can we use the crit you know? to help me out? Uh, yeah, I'll say with the crit, you can both kind of pass. As okay. you're right. seeing these, oh, his foot gets people. stuck under a door as it's shutting. I'm like, no, Doc. <laughs> uh, uh. Pull him yeah, through you... the door at the last yep. minute. Perfect. And you're in the control room now. It's normal right. size. Nice. You 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 slam the anti grav, whatever you know. Do your tippity type. <laughs> and out in the lobby, Roy and Mercy, you feel very light it's not like you get flung off anywhere but you can clearly tell you're in zero i'll try jumping and seeing if i float right back down but probably just yeah. the natural gravity of the asteroid yeah, yeah. Uh, right so it's not very much 116 yeah yeah it's it's very very light should be able to jump across um what 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 is required on the airlock? Does it mean um, a code, a turning a thing? It's or... pretty much just turning a thing. Yeah, you just like sorry, sorry, you just or... hit the button basically and turn the thing, and then you're out. Like kind of a chunk chunk sort of okay. lever. Well, shall we give it a try? Well, and we need to wait for Rachel and Doctor Marcus. Doctor Marcus, Rachel, efficient. Just go. <laughs> We'll catch up. Yeah, okay, there's well, definitely voices yep. outside the door at this point. We're yeah, we're going. We're going. Right, you hired me to bodyguard you, not them. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, 
they're our friends uh, okay. um, and employees. And Rachel's Rachel's quite a woman. Thank you. And so, just so I'm clear, you're jumping the gap in the floor, trying to. Yep. Trying to. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, there's handy holes. Go or ahead. Something yeah. <laughs> Both of you make a, a a speed check. I think is your. You're probably taking a little bit of a running jump towards mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Would military training help with that? Uh, yeah, sure. Or I athletics? Can, I can buy that. Yeah, okay. athletics, military training. If you have zero G, that 100% works. Oh, wait, I do have military training. Did not help at all. Uh-oh. You got a 79 out of 39. Take a stress. What does... Oh, it's plus 10? Uh, plus yeah. 10 if you are trained in it, yep. Then I passed, barely. Okay. Uh Roy, you do not oh. make it. Mercy, you kind of slam into the door. I grab a hold of something. Can I try to reach down and grab Roy so he doesn't keep falling? Uh yeah, do do one more speed check. You're just giving yourself on, stress Roy. if you fail. That's fine. 96 is not a pass. I'm so no, sorry, Roy. That is a very bad Roy! fail. Roy, grab a hold of something. Grab a hold of something. Just grab at anything. Yes, and down below, yeah, Roy, you're falling slowly, not capturing anything. And Roy's going efficient discovery. Yeah, you're hearing all this, but can I? The gravity's out there. But can I? Is it possible to? try and do something to help from in the control room what were you thinking of attempting oh jesus i uh, manipulation <laughs> of on and off that might feather a fall i don't know well, i mean there's no oh, you could turn on gravity fall faster. <laughs> <laughs> if they have uh, an opposing force like if roy shoots his shotgun downward it would uh, propel i'd him say upwards. with the gravity you're probably not going to get hurt you'll just be at the bottom of a however deep pit you're probably fine. I mean, there is no. There should. Yeah, try and shoot the shotgun downward. That might actually propel you up. I like this. You're hearing these voices in the <laughs> background as the doctor's explaining this, and people are like, "You hear the my eyes, my ears. I can't <laughs> feel anything." And then, yeah, I mean, hearing that, you know, Rory will just you know take the shotgun and shoot it downwards just to see if anything happens okay roll a uh roll your firearms and speed something like that firearms and speed. or combat yeah. and speed yeah zero g something some skill nope <laughs> no. roll any not even yeah. close <laughs> not even close the technique was wrong yes <laughs> yes you shoot and take a stress as oof the bullets fly off and some of them just disappear and you hear the voice as you're falling did you think i'd forgotten about you too and let's cut back to efficient discovery down below yeah what are you doing you are now weightless yeah i'm gonna go down check out the box up close yeah So you kind of kick off and do a speed and zero G check. Yeah, I don't have zero G. Yeah. 
Uh, it's not uh, terribly not easy. Bad. If you have like mathematics or something too to to calculate angles, I can. Oh yeah, with mathematics, that. it's a pass. All right. <laughs> yeah, that makes complete sense. Like as an Android, you calculate zero G. I'm gonna go, and it takes a while <laughs> for you to hit the spot, but the voice isn't talking to you during this time you're just going you feel you feel that little core isn't there for a moment and you hit this wall and you can now see that connected to this there is a canister uh, a very large kind of glass uh, affair and what has happened is it has kind of like a battery it's kind of gotten un clicked from its placement but also it's empty and you can see very clearly that these other things around it have beings in it that are shining hmm interesting and the beings are just too bright to make out anything it's it's very difficult you're kind of getting these like almost worm-like forms within made of light. But they do seem trapped in there. Hmm. I'm debating whether I should let one out. Does it look like it has a, it's a life support system that's keeping the worm alive? It looks, uh, yeah, there is a little bit of an aspect to that. It looks like this is kind of like a stasis sort of element to it. Like you feel like you could let them out and they'd be fine. Okay. But it's also keeping them alive in there, if that makes sense. All right. Are they so big that I could not pick one of them up or could I pick one of them up? Oh, you could. You could absolutely like get one away from the wall. I will get one away from the wall and approach the darkness zone. Okay. So you are, just so I understand, you're pulling one of these containers that has the light kind of out further like the other one so that it comes right. out. Interesting. Um, you see this being of light just how whenever you disconnect it, this being of light pulls out from the side and it looks at you and it starts to flash these lights at you that it's like it's trying to communicate, but it it doesn't doesn't understand. And then you hear this voice over the radio. Thank you for freedom. Why have you let me free? What is the nature of your existence, creature? To worship. To worship what? Apopteth. The wonderful worm of woe. It binds our presence by its nothingness. We love it as it hates us. Thank you. Yes, we must free my brethren so it may roam once more. You are kind, so kind. This like worm of light starts to make its way towards these other canisters. 
you hear another one pop out of the wall. <laughs> very, very interesting. But I, I wasn't planning on letting it like go. I was just planning on holding it. Like I'll okay. hold it and carry it around with me. Um, that's the problem. Disconnected from the wall, it seems like it like the containment breaks like the one that was there like breaking it lets it free and it it's floating around and it starts to break open these other ones <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and the two that are in the office we'll get back to falling roy in a second uh you start to hear the voices outside going, no, he comes, he comes. There will be nothing left. Okay, well, he's coming. We're going, we're going. Let's, uh, let's use that ship that was on top of the, on, on the ceiling and get out of here. So you are at the moment barricaded in the security room with yep. these people at the door. How are you planning to get out? Well, we're connected to the employee-only room. If we can saw open the wall, it's right then and there. Or, alternatively, if there's just a vent, we'll crawl through. Okay. Um, there's probably a vent. Yeah, yeah. You can okay. absolutely crawl through that or cut through the wall. That would also do it. Um, I will say, if you go through the vent, feels like vents are usually empty. And something about that is scaring you. <laughs> Yeah, that that entity's probably there. Um, yeah, Rachel, I'm gonna need you to weld that wall open. I'll no hold problem. the door. No problem. Okay. All right. The wall starts to get cut through. Give it a nice uh, boot, Roy. Let's let's talk about you landing on the ground. Um, finally, you fell for a very very long time and looking up all you see is darkness but that thing you didn't see before you failed and now you can finally see it it's moving in the darkness because it is the darkness it is coiling and uncoiling this serpent that you can't see and you just hear this voice whoosh me I am strong. I'm going to do the only thing that I know how. That's level my shotgun at it and pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it's there's the kickback that's lessened mm -hmm. a little bit and the bullets just sail. Some disappear. No. Insolence will be punished. And, and yeah, you can make a body save. I'll give you a chance. There's a chance. Oh, I passed. Okay. You feel this pulling on your body. It appears I am still too weak. But that won't last. I go stronger by the second. I think Roy is just way beyond 
comprehending what what's going on here. So he again just levels the shotgun, pulls the trigger. Wonderful. So yeah, this bam, bam, and mercy, we're back up to you. You're by this door. Um, yeah, you're hearing these shots ring out from far below, but it's like a distant little bit of light uh, down at the bottom. And I couldn't grab a hold of him as he was falling. Nope. And nobody else is is right here at the moment. So I've got a hold of something, and I'm going to try and open the airlock. Hopefully okay. I have the, the upper body strength. Okay, yeah. Um, make a oh, make a speed check. Oh, ooh. If we get the exact number, that's a fail, right? Yeah, it's a fail. That's a fail. a fail. I failed. You have to go under. Okay. Yeah. No, no. By, by one. <laughs> no, no. It's not that bad. But as the door opens, you are flung out as the entire space, the station starts to decompress. Yeah, you go flying and take a wound as you are just thrown out across the ground, tumbling, cracking. Uh, it, let's roll Blunt damage wound. table. <laughs> yeah. What is D10. the wound? Uh, D10. Yeah. Roll a D10, please. You want to roll low for this. Mm-hmm. I think a nine just kills you. Seven. <laughs> oh, dear. Blunt force. Oh, good. Um, A seven is your back is broken. Oh, my oh, God. Shit. So you just are slamming into the ground and you. Yeah, you hear that snap and oh. you feel. Yeah, your legs are no, no bueno. Um, You know that this is very likely lethal if you don't oh. get uh don't get help soon Roy, you're not doing your job Roy! <laughs> <laughs> i could hear that over the around <laughs> Roy! Roy! <laughs> um efficient you're down below you're watching these lights start to move what are you doing or did we lose him? It does look a noise. Oh, there, there we go. Whew. Efficient. Yeah, you are seeing these lights start to move around the containment. Yellow lag. What are you doing? I I'm looking at the box. What's what's the what's the 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 demon box? What's happening with it? What's going on with it? Um, like these, uh, these little containers on the wall you're talking about? Like... No, the thing in the center, the mm-hmm. central thing where I think that the, the, you said there was a crack mm-hmm. of, oh, there wasn't a box. It was just a crack yeah. in the earth. Yeah. You think maybe that's like what jostled that container out, right? Oh, kind of like, I see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry if that wasn't clear. Like this is, oh. this is open. I thought, it, yeah, no, I, yeah. I misunderstood that then. Yeah. I'll go over to the crack then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you get there. a, yeah, you look through and you see like you'd have to, it's it's a pretty decent one. If you crawled through, you could probably crawl through it out, you think. Like it's it's big enough to do that. Yeah, uh, crawl through it. But beyond that, it just looks like void. I'll crawl yeah. through it. Okay, you are hearing behind you 
this choir of voices raising praise, praise, free, free, as you're starting to go through this, uh, this area. And uh, let's see the, we'll go back to the doctor and Rachel, the Mm. door falls open. You think they haven't heard you yet. What are you doing? Okay, well, take advantage of this surprise and book it. If the door, if the airlock is open, we can probably make the jump with the low gravity. If it's not, we'll have to smash our way through. I can smash. Okay. Oh, I know. You calculate the jump. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's... uh, I'm pointing one. So you are running at this point, it sounds like, to the ship. You know, you're doing like a jump up. Yeah, we're sprinting. Right. And, you know, pop it open. It does appear to be functional. (laughs) But this is old. Do you know how to fly this? Hmm. Maybe a roll from one of you two on intellect plus something. Sure. Oh, I can. I I got high intellect. If you want, go go for it. Sure. Yeah. Oh God, here we go. You got a Jeff. It's all on you because I rolled a ninety-six. You don't want my roll. Oh (laughs) Jesus. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel's looking. Rachel's stressing herself out, looking around this place. Yeah, like all these buttons. I'm something of a pilot myself. Yeah. (laughs) You're starting to see. Oh, really? Hey, sailor. Yeah, this is starting to move. And Roy, you are down at the ground shooting up as you hear. They're trying to leave. That won't be. And the room kind of snaps back into position. And you see kind of through the airlock now this main area that the two in the ship are in start to expand oh this is good for us this is great for you roy what are you doing it has no idea what a ship is so the but did i snap back up into the yeah, hallway like it's just a small airlock now you're you're oh. just in the airlock then can i turn and run out the airlock or move out the airlock Yes, you can. And in fact, you can also see that Mercy is lying on the ground. Back uh, broken. Br- back broken. Yeah. <laughs> Waving. So terrible. <laughs> Horrible imagery. <laughs> yeah. The lights yeah, are supposed okay. to be that angle. I guess, you know, yeah, Roy will make his way over to, to Mercy and... Um, probably very uncomfortably pick her up and start as much as he can taking her over to the uh, ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's nothing that a couple of weeks in traction at the medical facility won't fix. It is the future. You're right. Okay. Then let's get back. Cause the two of you are making it to the ship. You're yeah. You're, you're getting the mechan- the medical things alerted. Um, efficient you're going through this crack with the light behind you and Rachel and Dr. Bergdorf you are in this cockpit starting to hit the buttons and you start to feel it expand 
around you the like it's getting roomier mm-hmm. as it goes and you're hearing this voice no i won't let you go and both of you make a body save all right it's an That's important not... one in case God, you're wondering it's please, an important one please. 26 i failed 78 I might have made that. Let me actually check my body score before I say anything. Yeah, I was going to say 26 sounds uh, good. Body is 35. So, yep, yep. I fail. Uh, Ooh, go no. ahead and, yeah, roll a uh, roll a D10. Oh, God. Twice. Before Twice. I know what happens, before uh-huh. I know what happens, I'm like, don't worry, Doc. They're not going to do anything to us, are I've they? And I look a, over a at three him. and a two. <laughs> That's absolutely perfect. As Rachel, you look over at the doctor and you see his fingers are flopping around loosely like uh, like a rubber glove <laughs> without fingers and his eyes are gone. And both of you can make a fear save. Yeah. That's... Or a panic roll. A panic roll. What am I doing? Panic, panic Take roll. a stress and do a panic roll. Of course. A 58 is not a good panic. I rolled a 26. My stress is six. Uh, You don't add anything. You just go. Yeah. So if you rolled rolled a 20, that's, yeah, that's great. You're over. You're you're somehow not panicking. You know. Who needs eyes? Who needs fingers? I'm pretty sure I failed, which makes it worse that the doctor didn't. I'm like, (gasps) he's like, it's fine. Listen to my voice, Rachel. I think you're going to have to take the wheel. Uh, Rachel, go ahead and roll a d20. Actually, what did you get on the d20? Just uh, what's your number? Uh, my d20. If I had to roll, it's a four. Okay. I just rolled okay. that. All right. You have a disadvantage on all rolls for the next uh, 1d10 minutes. You increase your stress by one. And yeah, you don't think the doctor is going to be flying this. Like I said, I think you're going to have to take the wheel, Rachel. <laughs> aim it through the airlock the worst thing that can happen is we die Ah, the second of the best thing that will happen is that it shears off the wing of this and it propels our cockpit through the (laughs) entrance all right i absolutely want you to make some sort of piloting role with a disadvantage disadvantage mad disadvantage mad disadvantage (sighs) all right uh let's see that's 2d10 and a 22 and then 1d10 is a nine oh no oh fumble (laughs) it's is exactly as you feared, Doctor, is you fly towards the door. And Rachel, you actually do a pretty good job of getting there. And you can feel the cockpit like changing interior size somehow, but it doesn't make sense. And you hit that entry airlock and you see a rocket just snap off backwards and the, the ship kind of spins out. Uh, go ahead and roll on a wound. Ah. Uh, and doctor, your wounds aren't like official wounds, so okay. you go ahead and take one as well. You know, I'm a tough son of a bitch. I've got 10 hit points per wound. Yeah, there you Crazy. go. Oh, fucking hell. I rolled seven. 
that's, that's probably less good. I should have kept that page open. Okay, a four is probably fine. What's the four? Uh, all right. Um, Rachel, you break. You definitely hear your legs snap. Um, uh, and Doctor Bergdorf, you uh, you f- also you feel the pain of your back breaking as it slams into the cockpit and it lands this ship is not going anywhere and i have to ask mercy and roy are you sticking around you're like you've seen this um well we've seen the ship launch right yeah it kind of like crashes onto the (laughs) thing and it it looks bad yeah it looks looks well roy fly around it see if See if they're still alive. We We're can still try alive. Are we in the ship yet? <laughs> We're still alive. Yeah, you're in the ship. You're in, yep, you're in the capital gains. It might, might still and, be in there. I'm guessing Mercy is like in a medical like oh for sure stretcher. Yeah, you just yeah. brought that, me I, up in the in the co-pilot chair. The, <laughs> no, you're definitely yeah, in a medical no, stretcher. <laughs> Animal lecture style, like vertical stretch. Um. Uh, I'll, you know, get the ship going. Uh, mm-hmm. I assume I know enough on how to program us to get back. Uh, and yep. we'll just tell Mercy. Nope, looks like they're dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no survivors. She's okay. hearing us. Well, over we the can't radio. say that we didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Marcus and Rachel, as you <sighs> through the cockpit, you see Watch the ship, fly the capital gains fly <laughs> away. You hear a voice. They won't run away from me forever. I start laughing as the blood rolls out of my eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry. I won't let you die. You can spend forever with me. And we'll cut to efficient a few days later because you're walking out this thing. You pull yourself out. You don't need oxygen or anything. You're on an empty asteroid. What does the rest of Efficient Discovery's life look like? Well, for uh, millions of years, I'm going to wait here until someone shows up. And are you? No, we're coming back with a bulldozer in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Oh, sorry, you're hilarious. We still have to. You still got to flip Make it. Money, <laughs> yeah. There's, Just because there's an exactly. evil entity, and at least I did better than Dad. Yeah. No, right, I'm well, gonna be. I think. I think efficient is gonna be forming the rocks into various different shapes on the asteroid to make different sculptures and statues. Mm-hmm. And he's just gonna be vibing on this asteroid. That's wonderful. Are you ever tempted to try and reach out through that link or are you are you well done with that part of your life? Well. Sure. Yeah, maybe I will. And you feel the vastness of empty space reaching out to you at some point and it will offer you a way off the rock in its service. So efficient you you will continue in some form as will Roy and Mercy but I'm afraid Dr. Marcus and Rachel have disappeared 
And that is the end of a humble collection. Really good. Very good. Very amazing. Um, I used the almost bow zine for this, and I highly recommend it. It brings a bit of the eldritch beings here. So Apoptifeth is a very cool entity that they detail, and I won't give everything away, but uh, nothingness is kind of its domain. That's cool. It sounds almost Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very neat. Cool. Wow. Our players included. I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just okay. going to say, I was trying to get myself killed the entire time, and then I ended up <laughs> <laughs> I, I was serious, too. We probably would come back. We're just going to come back and bomb that facility and, <laughs> and be like, oh, look, there's a fishing. Let's just pick him up. Yeah, that maybe we could even possible. revive Rachel and Dr. Marcus, even though their bodies are oh, no, desiccated. They're, and... they're far gone. <laughs> they're in another place now. Rotten. Our players included Cody McKinnis, Tyler Hudak, uh, Alex Sun, Max Meltzer, and myself with Nathan Decker as the game warden. We have a disc- we have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean, Spotify, or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. A dollar to a month helps us a lot. Or you can uh, hit the super thanks button just below the screen. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of the Mothership role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.